Welcome to the ABCs of Matrescence. We are two mamas, Emma and Mackenzie, and we both have toddler age boys. And here on our podcast, we chat all things real motherhood from A to Z and everything in between. Matrescence is the process of becoming a mother, and that is what we dive into on each and every episode. So thanks so much for joining us. Welcome, friends. Thank you. Thank you. Happy, happy fall, Mackenzie. The weather is changing. Happy fall. It really is. And you know what? I have to say up in Rhode Island, like we really do get the cake here. Like our fall is super short. I mean, we're talking a month and a half. It feels like it goes from like beautiful and glorious to like every tree is barren and it's cold, Mm. but we live it up. I mean, it's like literally the crinkling leaves everywhere, the beautiful like array of the auburns and the burgundies and the goldens, like leaves everywhere it's it's fabulous i have to say well it's so funny because down here i was like oh my gosh it's felt like fall today like yesterday morning i woke up and i was wearing shorts and a tank top and i stepped outside and it was that like cool crispness and i had to run inside and grab a sweatshirt and i loved it and i laughed because i'm like it's fall weather and it was still like 82 degrees today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that's fall here. I mean, there are definitely no crinkly yeah. leaves going on. But to me, it's actually the difference in our humidity changes. Mm, so it goes from being humid yeah, to having that like crisp, cool air. And that makes all the difference. But I had my first, um, I won't say pumpkin spice latte, but I just buy some pumpkin spice, you know, flavored or whatever coffee. Uh, and I had that today and it was delicious and it made me excited for all things fall yes it is in the pumpkin pie uh perfect bars they're really good oh my gosh i saw i saw you post that on on your page and i was laughing because i had just bought it and then i just recently bought like four more because whole foods had them on sale and i like yesterday i i brought one with me i was like oh like this afternoon i might you know need a snack i was out and about and I didn't really end up needing a snack, but I wanted to eat it because it's so darn good. So it ended up just being my snack. I was like, this is yeah. a snack I don't need, but I'm eating because it's delicious. They're super good. And I've so been good. like a little hit or miss with the Perfect Bars. They've grown on me, as you said they would. But yes. that that flavor is pretty bomb. So. It's so good. I also love that. I love the peanut butter chocolate mm-hmm. chip one. And then there's like a coconut, an almond butter coconut kind of crazy one that's like mm-hmm. really good. The only one I'm not crazy about, it's like a super chocolatey brownie one because it just tastes chalky to me. Mm, gotcha. like, I really haven't yeah. tried that many of them actually I'm not a coconut fan so okay that so one pass on that been. one but I've really mostly just the plain peanut butter ones actually oh, not even yeah. the chocolate chip but I like just the plain peanut butter ones yeah those are pretty good I just think that sometimes when like especially like in a health bar vibe if they try to do too much of like a dark chocolate it's like okay we get it you have like 85 percent cacao powder like and I feel like I'm eating chalk like it's kind of like they can be yeah. a little crumbly anyway totally. so yeah yeah that added yeah. so anyway now that you all got to hear our perfect bar um well hey, i actually think so. we have turned people on to jenny's ice cream so like you're welcome well you turned um joe biden onto it so there's that since he posted about eating his jenny's ice cream the other day yeah well hey i, I think if, if if jenny's ice cream can help support him into the presidency then you know we should all send him pints and pints there you go hashtag so. trendsetter mckenzie so. yeah anyhow so but we're gonna chat about fall today Yes, we are. Yeah, just going to have a fun lighter topic episode today. So we're going to kind of chat about family traditions. I guess the change in season, you know, brings all the holidays. And yeah, just had us reflecting a little on those family traditions as we are, you know, growing our own little new family. Not growing as in one of us is pregnant again. Sorry, still not still not there yet. Nope, still not there. But so we're going to start though with just a little this or that just for just for kicks. So All right, Mackenzie, Starbucks seasonal drink this year, pumpkin spice or salted caramel mocha? I'm going to awkwardly say neither because 
I just drink my coffee pretty much the same way, and that is... You know that's not the game, right? Okay. Like, it's not this or that or whatever (laughs) the heck you decide to say. Like, just pick one and move on. Okay. This is why our episodes go long. (laughs) Just saying. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I realize it's not a first date. People don't need to know how I take my coffee. Okay, fine. If I was forced to choose, I'm going to go with pumpkin spice. Yeah, me too. Not a caramel fan. All right, family <laughs> Halloween costume, yay or nay? Uh, I mean, it's a really great idea, but I feel like my husband is always working on Halloween, so, and, like, there's not even trick-or-treating this year. But, like, I, is the question more, like, have I lived for this moment? <sighs> this is not a fun game to play with you. I'm going to have to get a new co-host that can just say yay or nay. Goodness <laughs> gracious, we don't need every scenario. How about in an ideal world, would you like to dress your whole family up in no. a Halloween costume that's themed, or do you think no. that's cheesy and lame? No. <laughs> so your answer is nay. <laughs> it's nay, yes. Ugh, that was a roundabout. Man, this is going to be a long night. <laughs> I'm going to go yay, only for the fact that it really annoys my husband, and I think it's fantastic, but he always goes along with it anyway. Yeah, so you guys were so cute last year when you were the Incredibles. Yeah. He secretly likes it. Okay, apple picking or pumpkin patch? If you had both of those options available okay. to Sorry. you, I, like I actually feel like like very like the feelings of anxiety because I want to give explanations <laughs> and you're limiting me. So I am okay. Oh gosh, uh, pumpkin patch. Okay, pumpkin patch. I picked. Okay, yeah, I'm pumpkin patch too. Okay. Apple or pumpkin pie? This can't be that complicated. Nope. Don't tell me about your love for, you know, chocolate pie or something. Okay, no, pumpkin pie. Okay. Uh, see, now I want to say neither. I'll go apple pie. I don't really like either of them. Yeah, you're not a big pie um, fan. No. Decorating for fall, Thanksgiving style, or Christmas? Ah, uh, Christmas. Yeah, me too. Although I do like fall. Oh, see, here I go. We just trade off. Um, do you prefer to travel or stay home for the holidays? So I would say that I would prefer to stay home. You just can give a brief explanation. Okay, okay, to, thank you. Keep it brief. So yes, yeah. yeah, stay home because it was what we did last year with Emerson. So I love the idea of having that happen again. But it was just simply because my husband had to work. So I guess if like it was an ideal world and we could travel to see family and he could get a full week off and la-da-da, I think I would be like, it's really great to be around family for Christmas. Gotcha. See, we like to travel before, but on Christmas Day, I want to be able to like stay in our pajamas and not go anywhere. So mm, yeah, I sense. like being like being home. Um, cozy up with a blanket or a sweater. Tell me, tell me all your intimate details. Ooh, blanket because you can take it off easier than a sweater. Same. Eggnog. Sweater's a lot of commitment. We're moving on. We're already done with sweaters. <laughs> Eggnog. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay, so generally thumbs down last year i bought what is that brand is it called khalifa farms they make all yeah them? okay mm-hmm. i use their almond milk so i bought the eggnog version of whatever they make i think it's eggnog almond milk almond milk eggnog whatever basically it's all non-dairy eggnog okay and i did that in my like nespresso coffee milk frother thing and then that was pretty delicious so but i f- want to tell you that i had it gosh, maybe a handful of times. And every time it was very delicious. But by the end of like two weeks, we had a massive container of it still in the fridge. You know what I mean? Like I didn't move through it quick enough. Yeah. I'm like a have two sips and move on. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to generally go thumbs down. So yeah. Yeah. Same. 
Well, thank you for playing our not-so-quick game of this or that, where I, you know, make fun of Mackenzie the whole time. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> All right, enough of that. That's not in the holiday spirit, so we will be kind. Um, so, with the change in season, you know, there's always that kind of feeling of nostalgia, so that's kind of what we're chatting today. So, the holidays are coming up. So, in a normal world, which it's not this year, so I think, you know, we'll obviously kind of discuss that and how hard it is this year and not knowing what things are going to look like. But as our boys get older, you know, we, we want to just chat through some of the family traditions, but also kind of tackling um, to kick us off. So, you know, when you get married, it's hard enough because you, you've each already had your own family traditions and each family may do things differently or you want to be in two places at once. And then once you add a kiddo into the mix, obviously everybody wants to see the kid. Everybody wants to be there for the holidays. And it is kind of delicate to navigate how to make everybody happy while also still you know having your own special time as your immediate family so you know what is what has that been like for you how have y'all how have y'all done that so far so honestly it's really well said because it is it is kind of a tricky thing to navigate like thinking about you know spending family so for example with my family and then also with my in-laws like what is kind of the appropriate um thing to do to just kind of i guess be respectful of, of both families so because my husband's schedule is just so tight being in residency we don't get a lot of wiggle room so in some ways it's almost like the decisions are made for us so last year for example he was able to take a week off for thanksgiving so we did travel down to atlanta and the reason we went to um, Atlanta, where his family is, as opposed to Phoenix, where mine is, is because we then spent time in Phoenix in January when he had another week off, if that makes sense. And so already it was very rare to have the weeks be back to back because he only gets three total in the whole year. But that's just how it happened to work out was one at Thanksgiving, one at Christmas, or excuse me, one Thanksgiving, one January. And then the other one was, I forget when, sometime in the spring. So in a way, it was like, okay both sets of, of the family like get to enjoy time with us. So I think we try to plan it that way. Um, this year, we aren't going to be able to be with family for either holiday, just the way his schedule is working out. So I think sometimes it's just a matter of, at least for right now in our lives, just seeing where the balance is. But then moving forward, you know, I do think it'll have to be a conversation we have because I could see us wanting to create some traditions just where we are and where we're living. And then I could see us also feeling that tug of, oh, but it's a wonderful time to be with family and kids are out of school. I mean, this is a chance to get together. So I think it'll always be a push and pull for us and probably just something we have to navigate on almost a yearly basis is kind of my guess. I mean, I guess in the most ideal world, maybe my parents would travel as well, say to Atlanta, you know, and then be able to have like everybody be together, which could be pretty special. But I think that would be like maybe a one-time thing, you know, I don't think that yeah. they would want to do that every single year just because they have kind of their own, you know, routine of celebrating. Well, and you have holidays. a sister and, you know, more family. Exactly. And so I'm sure. Yeah. yeah they have to. Yeah. I have my, that. yeah, my, my younger sister and then my older half brother and half sister too. So you're right. It's like this whole kind of community in Arizona. So so, yeah. yeah, but what about for you guys? Is it similar in that sense? Yeah, it's very similar. And, uh, you know, I think some of it for both of us has to do with n- we don't live in a, in a town with all of our families or even one of our families. So, you know, we have to go travel to see either side. So it, it is, you know, complicated. We can't be in two places at once. It's just not going to work. Or we can't go to the in-laws the night before Christmas and then, you know, the other set of family in the morning. So that is a added um you know factor in for us so my in-laws are a couple hours away and my mom is about four hours away 
the positive has been that my in-laws are basically on the way to my family. And so it's almost like a two hour stop point to a degree with, you know, a little detour. And so for a lot of years, we, we did both for basically every, ever since we've been together, you know, we didn't have kids. So we would kind of split up the holidays. We did typically Thanksgiving with my in-laws, but then drove up that weekend to watch football with my dad. And so we, we kind of did that. And then, um, Christmas was always this push and pull of, okay, we'd, we'd basically do it all. We'd go spend Christmas Eve and Christmas morning at my in-laws and then pack us up and then drive up to Atlanta and spend the rest of Christmas day with my family. So we basically were trying to be in all the places at the same time. And I won't lie, that got really exhausting, even just us and our dogs, because, you know, we basically never sat anywhere for more than a couple hours and it felt like, we were staring at a clock going, okay, we have to leave, we have to go, you know, telling people bye all the time. So anyway, that was really challenging. And I knew once we had a kiddo that I wanted to do things differently. So we basically have, at least in the past year, um, landed on going to see my family just sometime before Christmas, just around the holidays. My sister lives in New York, and so we're spread out. So just whatever everybody can do. And then going to see my in-laws, but again, before Christmas or Christmas Eve, because it was really important to me to be home on Christmas Day. Um, that was kind of my one holiday. I felt like I was like, Thanksgiving, I'll be flexible about even, you know, other holidays. But Christmas morning, I just want to be at home with like, my direct family. So anyway, that's kind of the one one thing that was really important to me. And thus far, we've been able to do but I have zero idea what the holidays this year will look like we have not even broached that conversation because i feel like you know who knows what six weeks from now is really going to look like so we shall see yeah i think it just kind of well obviously with covid times things are a little bit kind of wacky and in fact you know we're you know any traveling we're doing right now it's it feels a little bit more comfortable maybe because we've already been through it you know but like how long will that feeling of comfort extend at least even for us you know like they, yeah. they don't really know how long the antibodies totally. last and all that jazz so well yeah. for my husband's side of the family the bigger issue is it's not really just seeing his close family so like his thanksgiving would often be 40 people inside oh. a really small space so this that's our issue and, and christmas is the same way they run out like a church hall and get this huge extended family together and so i don't see that as being a possibility mm -hmm. of like having that amount of people in an indoor space together so i think even if like we go see his family it's gonna have to look different like it, it might just be seeing like his parents and sister's kids and stuff so gotcha yeah, yeah. we'll just have to we'll just have to play it by ear which will be a little strange but hey yeah this whole year's been a little strange so and we've also really been really like out of the loop because I was super pregnant as you were um Christmas the year before and so mm -hmm. we actually did not travel because our nope. doctor was like yeah you're, you're you're getting a little close to be doing travels so Same. we stayed at home so yeah we've kind of had to adjust our traditions just based on circumstance as it is so we'll see yeah and I think it's you know it's one of those things where you just have to be at least somewhat flexible and like always chatting openly about it. So like I think for yeah. my husband and I, it's like kind of a year to year thing and we talk about it, we figure out what's best. We kind of let both families know, kind of acknowledge, you know, what, what makes the most sense and, and, you know, help everybody kind of feel like they're included in our decision making process. Well, not so much included, but like they're, they're aware of it, I should say. Like they're not finding yeah. out from somebody else. Like it's not like all of a sudden my parents would be like, wait, what are you doing for Christmas? You haven't mentioned, oh, we're going here. No, like we would be talking about it in advance. We, 
I think it's just kind of keeping that communication open, which has been helpful for us. Yep, we're the same. And and thankfully, we have lovely family that nobody has ever pressured us or made us feel guilty one way or the other. But I will say it is hard because we know how important it is to them. And so we, we try to be really equitable. But there's also a point where, you know, I'm literally going like, okay, so what if we spend three nights here and only two nights here? And is that fair? And it it becomes a point sometimes I have to take a step back and say we're doing the best we can so sorry everybody exactly (laughs) we can see you time other than just on Christmas and I think that's something I've had to reiterate a little bit is like hi there are plenty of other days in the year too so we don't have to like cram everything into this very very tight time period um where we're miserable doing so 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 true and oftentimes it's almost like the quality time kind of gets lost a little bit you know Mm because there's so many people around so much going on and yeah, so we, we find, I mean, honestly, what's been easiest for us since Emerson's been born, truthfully, has been when family comes to us, you know, mm-hmm. like that has yep. been just the easiest, what's worked the best for us. So obviously, mm-hmm. we don't demand that. Um, and we do try our best to, to participate in the travel, obviously, the last, what has it been, six, six, eight months, notwithstanding because of COVID. But generally, I mean, we, we try to do that. And I know you guys do the same thing. So it's, yep. it's about finding a balance absolutely but it's a work in progress so so we're just gonna kind of do a little um fun play through alternating um what are some i guess family traditions either that you know we can kind of discuss what we grew up with that maybe why that has value to us and why we find those sentimental attachment to it um or just things we would like to embrace going forward because i know for me at least personally i feel like we haven't found our stride with those traditions quite yet because we've just been navigating you know brand new baby life and then you know toddler world and COVID and so I kind of think as our kiddos get older and are more aware that's the time that you know you want to start incorporating those family traditions that they're really going to remember so I feel like we're just starting to think those through so that you know they are they're an important addition to our holidays so exactly yep how about you so what is what's the tradition for you or that you'd like so since we moved here to Rhode Island we've always made it a thing where my husband and I go to a tree farm like an actual tree farm where you like ride a tractor out into a big lot and you pick your tree and then they literally cut it down for you right there and then you bring it back home and it's really a lot of fun it's definitely different in Arizona we would go to like a tree lot on like you know the corner of a strip mall mm-hmm. and then starting last year we actually went in advance and reserved our tree like we went and picked it and put like a ribbon on it that saved it so the tree would not be cut down and then when it was ready to be cut down the first weekend of December we went and picked up the tree so my husband loved doing that because he gets so excited about it every year we try to pick a different type of tree so like a whether it's like a spruce or well that's all my tree knowledge but you know a variety of tree okay (laughs) I mean it's more than I know yeah spruce what are they like you know the one that looks like bluish kind of and then like there's the one that's like really bushy and then the one that's like a little more like looks like you could put more ornaments on it because there's better spacing we've had them all so that's like something that we really enjoy and that's something we definitely want to do with emerson i mean we're not sure exactly what's i mean certainly they won't be having like wagon rides and stuff this year at least we don't anticipate or if they do they'll be socially distanced wagon rides yeah most i've seen down here at least even for um like pumpkin patch stuff are not doing hay rides or anything ah, like that gotcha. like they're, they're definitely changing the format a lot of them are still open but they're not doing any kind of you know close-knit car rides and that kind of stuff so. yeah so if anything though we'll go to a place where we like park and then walk and and do all that so 
I think that, I honestly think it's going to be fun for us to do that with Emerson. We did it with him last year, but to do it this year with him when he's just a little bit older and, and, you know, can, you know, you know, we at least kind of explain what we're doing. So I see that being as a tradition for us because even if we were to travel one day in the future on like the actual Christmas day, my husband loves to have the tree for the whole month of December. He would honestly keep the tree in the house until February. Like that's how much he loves having a tree. And so um, it's just, it's really cute. We had to navigate the where to put it in the house. We finally decided on the kitchen because we have a little baby gate so he can't get, you know, Emerson can't get in the kitchen. It was a very smart choice because he terrorized the tree last year. So I can't even imagine this year i haven't started thinking about it but yeah that's going to be a challenge yeah it's i know they're going to want to pull everything down but yeah so i think a really big one for us is getting the actual real tree what about you guys fun i love that um so it's something we do i guess for christmas as well but okay this is super cheesy but we did last year and we took cute pictures but i love getting family pajamas like it's something so we used to actually do it as a kid and we used to get them on christmas eve but um, I, I like getting them so we can have them, you know, leading up to so the months too. But to me, it's just like almost a kickoff to like the Christmas season or whatever, I guess, is really kind of like. And what we do is we get, yeah, I want to, and what we did this past year is we opened them up when we started decorating the tree. So we had a family day where we went and got our Christmas tree and got our pajamas and you know like I literally made like hot chocolate or something like that and we turn on Christmas music and we wear our PJs while we decorate the house and to me it was just that semblance of kicking off Christmas and the holiday season as a family so I love that okay so can I ask where you got your PJs from and would you recommend it and do they have very nice sizing options for toddlers (laughs) so last (laughs) year yeah I I got Burt's Bees last year Um, oh for all three of you for all three of us yep they came as a you could you know pick out your the male one the female one and the little one and so yeah we have um Burt's Bees so fortunately we can still wear ours and I think they're making the same ones this year so we'll just get oh in a bigger size I say that he actually can still wear a lot of his clothes from this time last year so they might still fit but yeah they were and they were so you know Burt's Bees stuff is generally really soft and so they were super soft and, and good price point right I yeah mean, good price point okay very reasonable so yeah it was just as I said it's just kind of a the semblance of the holiday season and just a fun little I, I just love all of us making a deal out of decorating the house and we no, make I cookies and that. the whole thing I think yeah. that's so fun and, and the PJs are fun because obviously you can wear them you know multiple times it's kind of fun mm-hmm. to have you know something like that and then it is just so cute to see the boys in something that's like Christmassy like my sister-in-law last year sent us all these onesies it was so cute of like little various Christmas onesies for Emerson and they're just it just there's something just beyond adorable about it so I love that love it so how about you what's what's another one so I would say that for us something that I don't know um if you guys are, you know, you're thinking in the future, oh, we can't wait, like, you know, to do the whole Santa thing. So my husband didn't grow up at all with like the notion of like Santa leaves gifts, etc. In part, I don't really think that that's a big thing in Vietnam. And then his family has always been, you know, his whole life with his with his family has been Christian, and they've really focused on like the meaning of the season. So they just 
you know, it's, yeah, people talk about Santa, et cetera, but the reason we celebrate this holiday is because of Jesus. So that's been the focus of their family. Whereas I grew up and my parents aren't churchgoers. And so it was really a lot of focusing with my family on the excitement and like the magic of Santa and of Christmas in that sense. So like when we were little, of course, my parents really played it up. They would write with different handwriting. We would leave cookies. And when I knew that Santa was real or was not real, but my sister didn't, I like kept the secret alive for her for like the three year difference in age that we had. And it was just a really, it was, it was really magical and really special. But I would say that for my husband and I though, you know, thinking about like what is best for now our family, honestly, we're, you know, being as we're Christian and we're focusing on the holiday season from more of a religious perspective, obviously the joy that you can experience from family being together and all of the, I mean, you know, the, I guess the, what is the word? Um, uh, what do you say? Like the way that, you know, how they talk about holiday becoming, commercialized yes so all the commercialized aspects of christmas we certainly enjoy as well but i would just say for us it's going to be focusing more on you know like if emerson talks about santa like oh cool yeah but like we're not going to have santa give him gifts if that makes sense so yeah no that's really funny so for us that's actually been a little bit of a debate um I mean, I grew up with Santa, and Santa brought us a billion gifts. Like Same. Stupid amount Santa of was gifts. very, like, very yeah, generous. Yeah, Santa was the man. I wrote him a wish list, 20 pages long. And we're definitely like y'all, and not necessarily from a religious perspective, but I, I don't want the holidays to be all about the gifts. I don't want it to all you nope. know be about as soon as nope, Christmas nope, nope. time comes. It's like, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. And I'll be honest, I threw out the idea that maybe maybe we don't do santa like maybe santa's not a thing because i'll be i in my thought process i feel like i'm lying to my kid it feels weird to me it really does it feels weird but then there's also the aspect of like i don't want to be that kid that goes to school and is like santa's not real like and ruins it you know there's this balance of like i want him to enjoy the season i want him to fit in with his friends i don't want to like i don't know be a party pooper and and yeah i don't know how you navigate that like telling your kids santa's not real and then not having them go tell that to everybody they go to school with i know so i i think we'll go with it but it will be a very similar um yeah not santa's not just the gift man um he's he's the holiday spirit he embodies the holiday season and the spirit of of you know christmas or whatever yeah but my husband was very much like we are doing santa Mm. there was a little bit of a a debate (laughs) there to say the least yeah i mean i think it's more than anything it'll be like the way that i've seen um, my husband's sisters so my sisters-in-law how they do it with their with their kiddos like they they don't receive gifts from santa santa is not a thing um they get gifts from family members etc but they are all like every one of them is in is in school with obviously lots of other kids they have large friendship circles all between the all five of them various different from friends and it's just never been an issue because it's like oh this is what I got from Santa oh well I got this from my mom or my dad you know it's just not it's not a thing so um yeah I just I just feel like for us like we love the focus being like more on what the the meaning of the season is and and on family and you know also acknowledging right like I love that this year Emerson will really understand hopefully a bit more about what it means to like open a gift and this is from so-and-so and and, you know and teaching working on teaching him how to say thank you and please and all that and I I think that there's something special about him acknowledging oh this is the kindness of you know this family member so yeah absolutely and with I guess that that sentiment of what we want the holidays to be about we really do want to focus on giving and I as our kids get older want to make it a 
priority to go volunteer as a family around the holidays mm. because I, I do want them to yeah not be so focused on what they're getting and writing their Christmas list but on on helping others that may not be as fortunate as them and I want them to yeah be aware that they are lucky you know that they are in a in a position that they might get toys and they are getting gifts and they have a lot of people in their lives that are surrounded you know surrounding them with love and I do want them to see that you know that's not everybody's situation there are ways we can go and bring that same joy to others and that's really what it it should be about so yeah that's something that we have um heavily talked about finding different ways to do as a family so they really see that represented and also not not just at christmas because i want to do it throughout the year but a focus on it during the holidays yeah you know i really like that that's something actually my husband brought up um interestingly enough he brought up up this is like when we had been sick with covid for like two weeks he was like you know what i really think that we should volunteer a little bit i was like wait a second <laughs> i remember you told me that you're you like oh, talk my husband's such a such a jerk yeah He's so I was nice like, why i was you literally exactly i was like why is he such a jerk? I mean, like the nicest guy ever. Here he is like suffering from coronavirus and he's like wanting to volunteer his time. So I think I had a really snarky remark like anywhere but a nursing home, you know, because obviously yeah. we got COVID from um, from a, um, well, it's you're a, horrible a situation with a nursing home. Saint, but yeah. So, yeah. Oh gosh, goodness, Mackenzie, Mackenzie, the meaning of the season, keep it in mind. No, but the point is that like I thought it was, you know, when he said uh, maybe his timing could have been a bit better, said this to your wife when she, her full health is restored and she's not not like on day 14 of you know the, the plague but I think that it's a good point I think basically for him like it was just kind of obviously we were so down and out but there was plenty of time for reflection because we weren't doing anything else and I think he was just kind of like wait a second like this is a you know an example of how yeah we're really sick it really sucks but we our health is going to be you know we're going to get back on our feet we're going to get through this and there are some folks that you know COVID aside or even with COVID in the picture but who aren't going to get through x y or z and you know there's something about about giving your time and and teaching that to your children so I love that you said that and it's a reminder to me that I need to seek out you know some opportunities that might not be as like readily available this year right there's not just like you can't Mm -hmm. just go sign up in a soup kitchen right now but um, because of, of COVID regulations, but well, I would I think, think there are other like things you can do. Donating money to a cause and like having them or having them write cards to people in nursing home. Like they're, you know, I think That's there's true. like, or, you know, whatever, like that in, in this year is definitely different. And I mean, I'll be honest, they're really little still, like they may be getting more aware of stuff, but you know, they're mm-hmm. not writing handmade cards to, you know, nursing home. But I do think, yeah, there oh, are wait, a they're lot not? of, Owen well, isn't yet writing I mean, Owen is next cards? week. He is in okay. week four of daycare, so he's ahead. So he okay. did send home some lovely artwork. This I was week, just going to say, Emerson sent me an email like this afternoon, so I don't oh. know what's going on with you guys. I get a fingerprint card, so good for Emerson. That just messed up <laughs> his clothing. So, um, but yeah, so I think looking at a variety of ways that you know we can we can contribute and just letting them them see and know that. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's I think that's awesome. I really like that a lot. Yeah. How about you? Any other ones? So I would say we've touched on it a little bit before, but the final thing would really be, um, we, my husband and I have talked about this quite a lot. We really don't want Christmas to be all about the gifts. And that's what you said earlier. And I couldn't agree more. We want the idea that, you know, we pick maybe one gift for him, like, or like, for example, last year, my husband was so excited to get him the little like walker thing that, you know, the baby walks with mm-hmm. Emerson loved it. And then I think I picked for him. I did like a little stocking for him with just a few little random, like very small things. And then I think I picked 
picked for him one of those happy baby toys um, shape sorters that like kind of makes a fun sound when he shakes it and has the six different colors and shapes. And it's actually still a toy he's still using now because it was quite advanced at the time. But anyways, the point is that like, so we each gave him like a little something and then all the other gifts were just kind of a couple little things from family. But we did say specifically to family, if you send him something, please just pick one item. Um, and then we would love um, if you're very interested in, in supporting us, like think about, um, you know, just giving us a little bit of money for his education fund because my husband set up a I don't know the the financial terms but yeah. like he set up like we you know what I mean yeah. yeah yeah a financial thing mm-hmm. yeah so I, I thought you know that that's a great idea and at the end of the day like Emerson like opens up his little stocking has like a couple new toys which we promptly actually put away because we're like we don't want him to like be overwhelmed by toys he got like a little like toy car from like you know my cousin and like you know the little walker and it's like already he's very entertained with just those alone and I remember my mom being like oh but honey like I want to send him different toys I want him to open toys on Christmas morning from me and from your dad I want him to have that and I'm like you know what mom like he's not gonna love you anymore any less and it's just honestly really nice for him just to have one special thing we can say it's from you and then we just move on so that's a really big thing for us is keeping yeah. it a lot more focused on spending time together and then if you get a toy make it meaningful yeah we're we're definitely the same we um I feel like I am the the joy thief to all of our grandparents because for birthdays for you know Christmas all that I'm like please don't send us a bunch of stuff he doesn't need Mm -hmm. um and everybody's been really respectful we did the same thing for his birthday with um money towards an education fund and then they got him like a stuffed animal or something really small which was sweet but um yeah we're the same and I mean I'm not trying to I'm not judging anybody who is you know really into the gifts like I get it because oh my gosh it's so easy to want to go buy so much stuff like you love your kid and it's fun to buy them toys and watching the excitement and everything but I definitely just want to find that balance to where it's not the not the number one thing they get plenty of toys if I'm going to be honest throughout the course of the year like goodness gracious I was ordering on Amazon before we got on this recording so yeah it's not like he is um being deprived with the uh, toy department no but I think some people like you said are just more in like my sister for example loves gift giving she sends us every year without fail a very ridiculous box filled with little gifts for me for my husband and then obviously most recently for Emerson she's just like that's well, I think very that's much some people's her love, love language, language. Exactly. Yep. Oh, twinsies <laughs> twinsies so, no it's yeah. totally her love language and so for me it's like okay yes it's a couple extra t-shirts Emerson may not have absolutely needed and a couple little toys or whatnot but you know what it's so thoughtful it's 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 really meaningful for her and so I'm like you know what I want her to keep doing that because that's like how she shows her affection for us and so whereas I feel like I can tell my mom mom look you're you're kind of just buying it to buy it um you know if you find something meaningful or like you know pick one thing that you know has some specialness to it for you but you don't have to just it doesn't have to be a quantity thing you know it can just be a a quality or sentimental thing yeah, or like, hey, I, I could use some new leggings, Mom. Why don't you True. buy me a gift? H- how about me? How about our kids are spoiled? Spoil yeah. me. How about me? Yeah. So. Side tangent. Okay, pictures with Santa or no? I think I know your answer, but. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, Aren't no, they no. creepy? I'm so creeped Very. out. And could you imagine, you know how strange Just picture our boy. Owen is. Oh. I was like, oh, well, my even God. Emerson, he, would... he would be horrified. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They only they really work if you have, like, feet. a one-month-old. That, Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They would let anybody hold them. Yeah, my, I didn't have that yeah, top, so I, I was don't gonna know say, yeah, like. Owen didn't actually. <laughs> no, he was a no, hard but I mean, when they're sleeping, did he? It went, Owen would probably oh, open yeah. an eye. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, definitely, right. yeah, definitely. He could just um, smell uh, somebody different so, coming within 10 feet of him. 
I'm thinking that your watch your kiddo number two be like that baby that sleeps in anybody's arms, like literally gives you six hours a night from night one. Like that's I what hope I pray so. for you for. See what what we think is going to happen is that's what we're going to have. He's going to they're going to be super chill. I'm already saying he because I just assume I'm only going to have boys, but um, they're going to be super chill personality, but they're going to be the spit up kid like you had because <laughs> Owen was so like I mean I. I'll barely yeah. ever you had an explosive no diaper. We had no bodily fluids. Like it oh, was I had every amazing. bodily fluid. I and so just we're got gonna have a done last week. I, oh God, yeah, you told me that. And so floor. we're gonna have a super chill baby, but it's gonna be like bodily fluids galore. So yeah. okay, well, girl, I got a right. baby who actually was somewhat chill, but kind of not chill, as you know from all of his screaming, yeah, and yeah. then he spit up everywhere. So yeah, well. You win some or you lose both. Sorry. Yeah, I can give you some. I can give you some spit up tips. My biggest. Well, I tip, appreciate that. Change your clothes Ugh. multiple times a day. So, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. Anyway, so what, about, what about you yeah. for your last tradition or something yes. that you guys keep alive for? So these are just kind of like I guess a couple little like more logistic things, but I don't know. There are things from my childhood that really meant a lot to me that I guess you know. I envision just my days being like around Christmas. I guess we're really talking about Christmas a lot. I feel like Thanksgiving, I'm like, it's great. You get together with family and you eat a lot of food. But I don't have quite as much sentimental attachment to it, I guess. But so every Christmas Eve when I was a kid, we would drive back. It was actually from my grandmother's house. And we would just drive around and look at Christmas lights as a family. And there was just something about it. And my parents would be like, oh, we see Santa. You know, there he is. There's the lights in the sky. And yeah, it was just like a whole little thing. But there really was something about just driving around at night and the excitement and the build of like the night before Christmas that I don't know, it really just like still sticks with me and is something that I would really love to do. The neighborhood we live in now, it's beautiful. Like Christmas time is so fun to either walk around or drive around and see. And then I think the other weird thing, like, I mean, there's food things and meal things on Christmas and all that, but we always got out and did something active together. We went on a family walk, we played basketball, we played wiffle ball, like all the things. And, you know, I just had a very active family. And I just, for some reason, just love that. It just oh, I felt love that really too. fun. So we'd us. take our toys outside or we'd all go walk and catch up. And so, you know, we didn't just like open presents and sit in front of the TV all day, which I really think could be easily like a thing um so yeah anyway i really like the doing the christmas lights and then the next day us doing something just active and outdoorsy and disconnecting from tvs and phones and stuff as a family so those are just a couple of traditions that are really important for me to pass on i like that i love the active one too yeah we we enjoy doing the same thing family walk just being out and about it's usually cold here but generally not snowy quite yet or if it's snowy it's it doesn't stick too much, so you can still get out and about. So, yeah. I'm Girl, I'm pretty sure last year I was wearing flip-flops. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. It can either yeah. be like 25 degrees or it can be like 85 degrees. So That's true. It's a crapshoot. But That's anyway, true. well... Thank you so much for sharing those with me. That's fun to hear. These are things Absolutely. we did not know about each other, even though I guess we chatted through Christmas last year for sure. But, but you know, it actually, like, I think the other thing, yeah. too, is it's kind of neat to reflect and think about these things now that the boys are a little older. Like, let's be honest, mm-hmm. the first yeah. year is just kind of hectic. Like, you know, you're not necessarily thinking, especially depending on when your baby is born. Goodness. So any mamas that had a baby in the fall, you know, you're, you're not necessarily like thinking so much about Christmas decorations and travel plans and all that, because you're just trying to like, you know, basically survive on three hours of sleep a day. So I think that having a chance to kind of like take a breath and look forward to the season and 
realize that the boys are actually going to acknowledge a little bit more about what's going on. And I mean, last year they were aware, but this year will be even more. Oh fun. yeah, it's totally so, different. And yeah. every year gets a little more interactive and fun. And exactly. So we are looking forward to it. So just a fun way to kick off the season. So we can't wait to, um, yeah, when we post this, I can't wait to hear maybe if listeners will share some of their family traditions because we're always kind of looking like it's fun to, you know, incorporate stuff we did as a kid. But I don't know. I'm always about finding some new as well, something brand new to start with our family. So I can't wait to hear what others, yeah, do for theirs. Absolutely. Same here. Well, thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. As always, feel free to check us out on Instagram at ABCs of Matrescence. And you can always shoot us an email if you had any questions or you have any ideas for an episode you would love for us to sit down and tackle. We love ideas that you have and that you share with us. So that's ABCs of Matrescence at Gmail. Dot com and you can also check out our website so thanks as always for tuning in please rate and review over on itunes it helps us out a ton and it helps other mamas find our podcast so thanks so much for joining us thanks guys talk to y'all soon bye bye